Welcome back to the Selfish Babe Podcast with me, your host, Olanike Osibowale. Now, y'all, it took me since probably 10 o'clock to set this up, the Stan Podcast episode, <laughs> okay? Let me just rant for a second before we get into the episode. It took me like since 10 o'clock to set this episode up, right? I have my new shore mic. I was figuring out how to use it with my camera so the audio can go straight to the camera. That wasn't working. Then I figured out, okay, how to do it from my iPhone to the mic. It's working now. Great. And I'm like getting the lighting right and the seating right. Oh my gosh. So it's taking at least two hours to set this fucking podcast up. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? So when you guys are listening to this podcast, or if you're thinking about even starting your own podcast, just know that you're going to need at least an hour or two hours if you are just getting everything fresh to set your shit up. If you're doing it maybe like the sure mic way or another way like if you're just recording on your phone and it's no big deal the audio whatever then it's not gonna take long but because for me this is an elevated podcast experience I have my selfish bay podcast YouTube channel separate I have my new sure mic okay the best of the best mic one of the best mics to use in podcasting we're elevating the selfish bay podcast and it just took a little longer than i expected so let me get right in my energy okay i just need to get that out <laughs> i was like what the fuck oh god okay so um i wanted to talk to you guys about my trip to haiti because I've been posting about it. I've actually posted a vlog about it on my vlog channel. My vlog channel is Olenike Osibowale on YouTube. I will have that link below. And that video is called My Spiritual Trip, My Trip to Haiti to Learn Haitian Voodoo. And I also have been posting little vlogs on it on TikTok, on Instagram, but I wanted to just post all the vlogs at one place in YouTube. So make sure to check out that video and comment below. But I wanted to do a podcast episode on my trip to Haiti, of course, because I love my selfish babes. I know many of my selfish babes are, you know, on their own personal spiritual journeys. And maybe even if you never practice voodoo, just want to hear a different perspective than what is typically out there. And for me, you know, I've gotten so much love on my Haiti uh, voodoo trip, right? So many people were like, oh my God, I wish I was there. This is so beautiful. When can we have, can, when can we go on this trip, blah, blah, blah. I'll share all those details. But with the love came the ignorant comments. <laughs> the ignorant comments, the hate comments, the comments of like, oh my God, you need Jesus. Oh my God, repent. Oh my God, this is the devil's work. This is not good. Like, you're not supposed to be practicing Haiti. Oh, you did an animal sacrifice. Oh my God. Like, just the negativity around. I personally believe African spiritual practices. We're in 2020 fucking three. And for me, I would have already expected and my bad for having expectations, but I would have already expected that more people are open-minded to African spiritual practices rather than deeming them down. Like as, as just lumping them all into a jar of this is evil, don't practice it. And it's just like, bitch, like, some of our ancestors are connected to these spiritual sacred practices and you're saying this is evil let me praise jesus only jesus is the only god there is no other spiritual practice that we're ever supposed to be doing and for me that annoys the fuck out of me i respect 
other people's beliefs. If you are a Christian listening to this podcast, I respect your beliefs, right? And I would just want the same respect for my practice or my trying to find new things that I'm generally interested in. And since I've been roughly 20 years old, I have been interested in African spiritual practices, all kinds, such as leukemia, which is what I practice, such as Haitian voodoo, such as um, Paulo. I'm not really interested in Paulo, but Paulo is one, such as Kemetic, Egyptian Kemetic um, ancient spirituality. And for me, I'm just like, can we just get the same fucking respect? Can we just get the same fucking respect, right? If I want to post the same respect as Christianity, the same respect as Islam, like the same respect on uh, Buddhism, like if, or the same respect as if you're Jewish, like I just want the same respect. Like if people are going to the mosque or showing them going to the mosque or going to a church, showing the patch, the pastors preaching, everybody clapping, enjoying the service. Nobody is in their comments. Like what the fuck are you guys doing? This is easy. Selfish babe, are you ready to use products that goddesses use? Okay, then you want to check out my company, Evolving Butterfly, where I create products that will help you on your spiritual and self-love journey. I have our goddess vaginal detox pearls, which is my number one best-selling spiritual womb detox. For those girls that really want to start connecting to their womb space, their yoni spaces, you pray over the pearls, you insert it into your vagina for a couple of days, you physically purge, cleanse, and revitalize your yoni, but not only that, it is a spiritual and emotional cleanse. A lot of times we may be carrying on to emotional baggage. Maybe we broke up with a partner a long time ago, but we're still carrying their energy in our womb spaces. My goddess vaginal detox pearls addresses all of that. And so you want to check that out at evolvingbutterfly.org. Or maybe you want to try one of my crystal yoni washes like Pussy Power for self-love or Sex Goddess for creative energy and pleasure energy, or even Wealthy Woman for my selfish babes that are about getting the bag and the wealth these are plant-based yoni washes they're silky they are luxurious they smell good they feel good they give you that (laughs) cooling sensation to awaken your vagina and all the bottles come with different crystals pussy power with rose quartz uh, sex goddess with carnelian wealthy woman with citrine and then they also have affirmations on the back based on each bottle so if you want to focus more on self-love then pussy power would be for you and then we also have my queen's vaginal steam herbs if you already have your seat and your gown and you're just looking to get some more vaginal steaming herbs i have the queen's vaginal steam so make sure to check out my company evolving butterfly at evolvingbutterfly.org. links below people stop doing this but when me or anybody that I see is posting an uh, African spiritual practice, an ATR, African traditional religion, immediately there are Christians in the comments. This shit is evil. My pussy is dripping with success. Manifesting wealth, prosperity, and abundance in their lives. The Wealthy Woman Wash is back. Remember, this wash is our crystal yoni wash that has real citrine crystals on the in the bottle, as well as the affirmations on the back for you to pray and affirm wealth into your life. My favorite affirmation on the back of Wealthy Woman is my pussy is dripping with success. You're going to take the wash, you're gonna pump it into your hands, you're going to pray, my pussy is dripping with success. Then you're going to wash your yoni. You are blessing your yoni and you are aligning yourself to wealth and prosperity in your life by speaking these prayers and affirmations when you are in your shower daily. 
purchase wealthy woman at evolvingbutterfly.org link is in the bio and make sure to check out the selfish Made podcast go repent don't do this oh my god be careful and i hate that i absolutely hate that because i'm like that's not fair and i know quote unquote the world is not fair whatever but damn bitch we can respect all these other religions that kind of some some of them have been forced down our throat through enslavement can we not forget that and it's just like we were not always christian i'm talking specifically for people of color we were not always christian it's okay if you practice that if it's okay if it's your belief i respect that but just have respect for what I'm practicing too or what I am exploring. It is okay for me to want to explore what my ancestors may have been practicing without you guys pouring on this is evil in the fucking comments or projecting that from your mind. For me, I'm exploring and sharing this because I want other people to see that there are other options out there. I feel like when I was younger, it was only Christianity. That was the option. And that did not resonate with my spirit. That did not resonate with my soul at all. To the point where one at one point I thought that I was atheist. Then I was like, oh, I'm agnostic. Because it just did not resonate to me about praying to a man in the sky. And a man specifically when I know that I came from a woman. I don't understand Holy Father, Son. When I know I came from a woman. When I know the creation of life is from a woman, man and woman together, sure, let's talk about divine feminine and divine masculine. But I feel like in a lot of these um, religions, we talk a lot about the masculine and that does not resonate with my spirit because I know that I'm a woman and I know that I came from a woman and I know you need a woman to create life. So where the fuck is the woman in these practices? Doesn't resonate with me. I don't want the answer. Don't care about the answer. I'm just saying why it didn't resonate with me. And so now I'm here exploring, going to an HBCU, learning about African traditional religions, learning about ancestor veneration, like, oh my God, honoring your ancestors, venerating your ancestors, seeing the reciprocity and what you give and receive, getting their protection, inviting them into my life. Oh my God, yes, yes, yes. This makes sense to me. And then now going on to the spiritual practices that there are, such as Ifa, such as Lukami, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm doing my own research. I'm learning my own research and I'm thoroughly enjoying what I'm learning. I'm even having to dismantle some of the things that I've been taught or not taught about some of these traditional practices, having to uncolonize my own mind that this shit is not evil, that there is beauty in it. Yes, there are a lot of people that take advantage of these practices and, and do it in an evil way and in a way that I would not say is what we call Iwa Puele, aka good character. But there's also a lot of people out there that are practicing with Iwa Puele, which is good character, great character. And for me, I've seen this time and time again, and it, it is so beautiful that I want to share it with the world. Just like maybe if you're you're in church and you get a good word from the pastor and you're like oh my god this is so beautiful i want to share it with the world boom just like if you are practicing maybe islam and you are um, doing your prayers five times a day which by the way i think is so amazing and so beautiful and you're like i just want to share this with the world i want to share the beauty of my my spirituality with the world and to be welcomed with open arms. I, I just wish and hope for the same with African traditional practices. And I know for my selfish babes that are listening, you guys are more than likely open-minded. Love you guys. Oh, sorry, I hit the mic. But love y'all. I just want the same from the rest of the world, I feel like. I just feel like our shit has been so 
demonize that people don't even want to explore that my own people that maybe have blood ties in nigeria ghana even haiti even haitians don't want to fucking explore voodoo it's crazy to me it's crazy to me that you come from this island that's so powerful full of powerful people powerful spiritual practice as haitian voodoo and you don't even want to explore because of what you've been taught that's crazy to me i do not in my from my knowledge because i may but from my knowledge i don't have haitian in my blood i know i have jamaican in my blood i know i may have some nigerian in my blood but for me it has not been confirmed to me about having haiti um haitian lineage in my blood but i may but for me i'm just i'm curious i want to know all the things and so even though i mainly practice reverence with the orisha spirits of nature i wanted to learn more about the loa which are the spirits within haitian voodoo and i've always wanted to visit haiti actually guys i've always told myself I think from like 25 years and up, I've always wanted to go to Haiti, but I told myself that I probably would not be going to Haiti by myself. I would need to go to Haiti with a group and I would love for it to be like a spiritual group, right? Because if you just go to Haiti to just go on a tour in Haiti, I don't think that there's going to be a lot of spiritual tour groups at all. And so when I saw this trip advertised called where the waters meet by Miela Doshe and Mambo Lanise. I said, yes, bitch. <laughs> you gonna see my ass in motherfucking Haiti, okay? And so this was an eight-week course with Mayala. Mayela, sorry, Mayela, if I'm messing up your name. You know, I don't mean no harm. With Mayela and um, Mambo Lanise. And they were basically teaching an eight-week course of voodoo practices and hoodoo practices and hoodoo practices is really african-american spirituality really what enslaved people may have done in america where they used a lot of roots and herbs their voice their prayer even bio verses to conjure and shift their reality to protect themselves to attract money to um, attract more good luck etc and so they wanted to come together from my understanding because there's a lot of similarities between hoodoo and voodoo and I just thought that that was beautiful. Two black women coming together, teaching these traditional spiritual practices. So I took the course. And then a part of that course was an option if you wanted to actually go to Haiti for, I think, almost two weeks. And so in May, I believe it was May or it could have been April, but I went to Haiti. I flew to Haiti. I flew to into Port-au-Prince. Then we took a small plane from Port-au-Prince to Jacmel. No, a small plane to Port-au-Prince to Les Cares, then drove from Les Cares to Jacmel. That was a fucking five to six hour drive, by the way, y'all. And then we made it to Jacmel. And Jacmel is a region or a place in Haiti that is known to practice voodoo heavily. And so a lot of the festivals, like we were going for the Cuisine Festival, was going to be in Jacmel. And so for me... Um, Taking this trip was really powerful for me because one, it's exactly what I've wanted. I wanted to take a trip to Haiti and I wanted it to be a spiritual group. And hey, it just happens to be a spiritual, a spiritual group of women, which I think was beautiful. But not only that, 
knowledgeable women that we're leading, right? Knowledgeable women within hoodoo and voodoo. And for me, Mambo Lanise is initiated into Haitian voodoo. So she understands what is going on. She can teach from that perspective what she is willing to share, right? You can't share a lot of this stuff. When it comes to a, a lot of uh, traditional African religions, some things are secret and you cannot know them unless you are initiated. So I was very grateful to be able to be on the trip because I've just been curious. And I think that's what I'm saying, y'all. I've been curious and I wanted to learn for myself. And I feel like if you are curious about something selfish, babe, go out there and learn for yourself. Do not let the hate, the naysayers, the evil sayers stop you. If there is nobody within your family that is going to be practicing an African traditional religion or whatever it is that you're interested in and they may have their own negative opinions about what it is you may be interested in just to explore out of sheer curiosity I don't want that to stop you from your own learning and your own understanding and the reason I'm saying this is because I truly believe and know that th we have different desires placed on our hearts in our spirit for a reason to explore as a part of your own journey journey let me circle that your own journey right it's not gonna be your mom's journey it's not gonna be your dad's journey it's not gonna be your brother your sister your friend's fucking journey it's your fucking journey and so when it comes to our journey there are things that we have to do alone that will not involve other people despite what their thoughts and their attitudes are towards it right Let's say you want to start a fucking business and you're like, oh my God, I really love lip gloss. I want to sell lip gloss and I want to sell it on social media. So you find out about it. You start exploring it. You start doing research. But then you have your sister that's like, girl, why are you taking these photos? Those look so silly. You're going to really post that on Instagram and Facebook. Everybody going to think you're weird. They're going to be like, what the hell is she doing? And so you end up not doing it. You end up not fulfilling that passion of yours when, when you could have continued the passion and that could have led you to millions of dollars and maybe lead you to another business maybe have led your family into generational wealth or just you into your own fucking wealth into your own life of luxury but because you wanted to listen to your sister and give a fuck about what the fuck she says about what the fuck other people are thinking about you now you have stopped yourself you have stopped yourself based on what your family member has told you. And this is what I'm, I'm trying to relate the two messages together. If it's your desire and it's your curiosity, explore it. Do not listen to the other fucking people about what the fuck they think is in your heart or about what the topic is. And so for me, there is nobody that I know in my living family that practices traditional African spirituality that I know of that practices traditional African spirituality. Majority of my family is comes from a Christian background, right? But spiritually... I have been told that in my bloodline, there may have been a few people that practice traditional African spirituality. And guess what? I'm the bitch that's bringing it back. But in my immediate family, people can be like, oh, my God, that's weird. Be careful. That's evil. They don't understand. And guess what? I'm OK with their misunderstanding. I think I've gotten peace. <laughs> I'm, I have gotten peace if people not going to understand. But I think what I'm really wanting to know or love is just if we can just get the same fucking respect. If I want to practice my damn Lukami, my damn Haitian voodoo, bitch, and you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say no shit. Because you really don't know. 
And maybe you are Haitian and maybe you did have a negative experience with the practice because there were a few Haitians in my comments that said, oh my God, my cousin practiced this and it's not good. Just like any other practice, it can be taken and used for the wrong reasons. I just want to step away from this, that Haitian voodoo is inherently evil. And it's not. It's not inherently evil. It's about what people are doing with it and their character. So maybe your cousin practice it in a quote-unquote evil manner. But that doesn't mean the whole damn thing is evil. So I just want to keep that in mind, guys. Like, that's really important for me. That's really important for me to share because I hate that shit. Like, I had to block a lot of people and delete a lot of comments for that. But there was also a lot of love that I was given because people typically just do not see it practiced in the way that I was showing y'all. The way that I was being shown was so beautiful, was amazing. So let me just, guys, give you an overview, overview if you did not watch the vlog. But please do watch the vlog. You get the visuals linked below. Subscribe to my vlog channel and sus subscribe to my podcast channel. But um, we, drove, we drove into Jack Mel. We checked into the hotel. And literally the next day we were in our whites and we were in Mambo Lanisa's home. I like to say comp compound because it's a beautiful home with a big yard and, you know, a big wall. <laughs> the type of house I see, my see for myself in the future and lots of greenery. And basically we were having what we call, I forgot the name of it. I probably said it in the video, but basically just say a party for the spirits an offering for the spirits and a party for the spirits. And so in the beginning, everybody was around. We were wearing all white. We were under the mango tree and they started singing some songs to the Loa, singing some songs to the Loa. It was very hot. We got some water, which was great. The glow, D-L-O. <laughs> and they were going to sacrifice a pig and a rooster I think the pig was for Ursuli Dantour and Ursuli Freda, and then the rooster was for Papa Legba, and Papa Legba opens up the way. And so we were able to see that. And I know for some of you guys, you guys are like, animal sacrifices, like, isn't that a bad thing? And for me, what I've learned in African traditional religion or African spiritual practices, it's just a part of the practice. Like, blood is life. Blood is able to... to make things live right just how we were born from our mother's womb there was blood in that process of us being born and so we're able to have life that umbil umbilical cord connecting us to our mother is nourishing providing nourishment blood re nutrients resources etc and so when it's from my understanding when you are sacrificing an animal giving it to spirit you are offering a blood sacrifice that's causing a shift or change in the things that you are requesting you're requesting a spirit to do something for you on your behalf for some people, I've heard that for some people, these sacrifices have saved people's lives, have given people more money, have given people protection. And so sometimes the spirit desires that. Right. And so for me, like for people that consume meat, if you're eating chicken and pork and beef every day and you're not really thinking about. The process that the animal is going through, though, the animal is not being prayed over. The animal is not being raised up in our backyard. This is like a big production facility. And a lot of the times the animals are not in the most happiest emotional state, especially before they're being sacrificed or sorry, not even sacrificed, slaughtered for no real reason other than our nourishment, which is not horrible. Right. I mean, I guess we've gotten kind of gotten used to it. But for me i, I kind of guys i want you guys to kind of think about it like this like if you're a meat eater like 
you're not really giving a second thought to that animal so i don't want you to be like oh my god she sacrificed they sacrificed a pig that's so evil but bitch you was eating bacon the other day was that evil you know what i'm trying to say so i'm just trying to say like don't take it like that because that's not the way it's taken in the sacrificing of the pig the pig was spiritually cleansed with a spiritual herbal bath and it was prayed over and then it was sacrificed and Ursula Dantua really enjoyed the sacrifice she was very happy for the sacrifice one thing I love seeing within Haitian voodoo that I was able to see where the Lawa come down and mount people meaning that the Lawa come down and literally interact with us that means they are spiritually possessing a person and that that person is either providing messages or just interacting with us and for me i think i've seen the, the most okay so i've seen mounting done in Lukami where the orishas come down and mount people but i haven't seen it to the extent that i have seen in haitian voodoo it's like, bitch, if they're going to start a ceremony, somebody going to come down. It is almost guaranteed that somebody is going to come down. Some spirit is going to come down and interact. And I think I really actually love that. <laughs> and I think I was just so grateful within my trip because I was just like, oh, my God, this is the way that I felt like it's supposed to be. This is the way that I feel like us interacting with spirit is supposed to be. It's an interaction. It is not a I'm down on my knees. I'm praying and I never see anything. I never receive anything. I'm wondering what's happening that I don't feel connected and for me within ancestor veneration and traditional African spirituality practices I feel connected I'm able to to hear spirit I'm able to see spirit like spirit comes down and for me that strengthens my belief right and so even when I don't believe and I'll tell you guys another story that happens within Haiti like it's I get the confirmation I need let's just say that a bitch gets the confirmation she needs and that continues to help me have faith within the practice and continues to make me see the beauty in the practice because that's what I need for my spirit versus maybe somebody just needs to go to church and hear the pastor. Maybe that's what they need for their spirit. Maybe you just need to be in your prayer closet and reading your Bible and maybe that's what you need for your spirit and that's okay. I, I just truly believe that everybody needs something different for them spirit, for their spirit and whatever it is that you are called to is what you are needed to explore because that helps you to learn more about yourself and that helps you to learn and develop more of your own personal spiritual practice remember I'm, I'm i'm really wanting this to be about your journey your personal journey not what everybody else is doing but what you are feeling called and drawn to right not what everybody else is doing hey my beautiful selfish babes you guys know that every podcast episode is sponsored by my new company evolving butterfly okay i want to show you guys our crystal yoni washes hear them our crystal yoni washes are back in stock. We have Pussy Power with the Rose Quartz. We have Wealthy Woman with the Citrine Crystal. And we have Sex Goddess with the Carnelian Crystal. Every crystal yoni wash is meant for you to empower yourself, is meant for you to bless your poom poom, so to say. And so if you are a selfish babe looking to align with more self-love and choose yourself, you're going to want to get pussy power with the rose quartz. If you are a selfish babe that wants to call in more prosperity and abundance into their life and have a wealth mindset, then you're going to want to get wealthy woman with the citrine crystal, which is actually my favorite crystal, to call in more of that wealth and prosperity. If you are a selfish babe that that wants to tap more into your creativity and your pleasure especially your selfish pleasure your sexual pleasure then you're going to want to get sex goddess with the carnelian crystal every crystal yoni wash has an affirmation affirmations on the back of the bottle i'm going to read the ones from wealthy woman 
one some of the affirmations from the wealthy woman wash are i am a wealthy woman prosperity looks and feels good on me my heart is open and open to receiving all the funds my pussy is dripping with success money loves being around me and i love being around money so you're going to squirt the foam into your hand you're going to rub it you're going to say one of the affirmations in your hand and then you're going to rinse off your vagina and your yoni the outside of your vulva okay not the inside and this way you are connecting yourself to your womb and your vagina and you are also praying over yourself and your womb and your vagina and you're able to tap more into your divine feminine energy and your divine creative energy you can order all of my Christiani washes which are now in the three bundle if you want all of them at evolvingbutterfly.org so let me take you guys back so after the pig was prayed over and sacrificed um, more singing and dancing happened we had Papa Legba come down we had Ursula Danta come down we had Ursula Frey to come down now these are the walls okay that have come down and so after the daytime, we had about a three-hour break where we went back to the hotel and we changed our clothes, we ate, etc. Because this was a a part of a two-step ceremony, okay? It wasn't a just a daytime sacrifice, no. So now the animal has died, has been given to spirit, spirit has approved. So now everybody in the community is going to help cook the meat of that animal to continue to prepare this offering for spirit to eat. So we came back at night, more singing and dancing and drumming has commenced, okay? Everybody's singing and dancing, singing songs to bring more Loa down. More Loa do come down, in fact. We saw Dambala come down, we saw Agwe come down. All, we had two Ursley Dantors come down, Ursley Freda come down, Legba came down. I'm trying to see if I'm missing somebody. So far, that's what I'm remembering. These Lua came down. Remember, the Lua are spirits of Voodoo, Voodoo spirits. So as they're coming down, you know, they're blessing people. They're speaking to people. Messages are being delivered. Some people are just, you know, grateful to have spirit come down and touch them. So now the pig that was sacrificed is now pig meat. Like it's cooked. It, it looks good. There's rice, there's plantains. And so when Ursula Dantor comes down, that pig was for her. So now we have two people or multiple people, men, bringing out the platters of the cooked pork and the rice and the plantain for Ursula. Ursula obviously loves the offering. We had two Ursula Dantors, obviously love the offering. So now Ursula Dantors are sitting down and they're taking the rice and they're taking the pork and they're taking the food and giving it to, to people to eat and so it's been said that if you have spirit feeding you you're going to eat it so even if you are vegetarian or vegan at the time if spirit is going to give you some of this pork you better not be vegan during that time because it's like a blessing it's a blessing to be able to eat from spirit and we had a few ladies that were vegan or vegetarian on the trip that took the blessing from spirit because they knew that it was a blessing and so even for me i got to be able to eat <laughs> eat specifically from Ursula Dantor and I was very grateful and very happy for that and it was beautiful for me this is a part of these type of spiritual practices that I love that I absolutely love so much is being able to interact with spirit for me I personally believe I feel like this is the way that we're supposed to be with spirit I feel like it's not just on my knees praying and hoping and praying that I'm going to be hearing from God 
I get to interact with the spirit and I love this. So being at the ceremony, the sacrament, uh, really meant the world for me because I really got to meet the Ulawa and see them. Now, there was something that happened on one of the days of our trip, which was, I think, the next day or after where we had an herbal cleansing bath prepared and made for us, which is beautiful. In Lukami's tradition, using the herbs and making these baths for me is just a normal thing and so it seems the same in Vodun as well you get spiritual baths made for cleansing you get spiritual baths to open up your roads you get spiritual baths to bring more wealth and luck towards you you get spiritual baths for protection right and so for me on that day we were able to go out into the Haitian forest get some herbs have the herbs be prepared by a mambo and a ugan prayed over and then we we got our baths okay <laughs> we got our baths the traditional way and so we all went up one by one and got our baths there was a lot of women that were having many breakthroughs that were crying that were really releasing some things for me um spiritual baths isn't new spiritual baths has become my norm since my mid-20s even if i make it or i get it made by my godmother or somebody else like it's been the norm for me Mental and emotional wellness is important. I'm so grateful that more and more people are openly talking about going to therapy, Selfish Babe. If you have been thinking about getting therapy, I would highly recommend it. An easy way to find a licensed therapist would be through a company called BetterHelp, the sponsor of this episode. They've helped over 2.5 million people connect with the therapist and get the accessible therapy that they deserve. Prices are affordable and they even have financial aid options. To check them out, go to betterhelp.com slash selfish babe or click the link in the show notes to get 10% off your first month. Love you. And so having the bath for cleansing, I was just thinking about cleansing away any negativity, any jealousy, any hate, envy, etc. Um, so that can continue to thrive, right? And so that part was really beautiful. It was a really special moment for us to all be there together and get that done. But for me, what really stood out to me was after the spiritual bath, Ogu came down. Ogu is a lawal. That's who I forgot to mention, but Ogu is a lawal that is a warrior, a protector. And he came down and they were like, well, if anybody wants to greet him, go up now. My ass <laughs> went up because I was like, oh, Ogu's here. I am greeting Ogu. And so I greet Ogu and he just basically says a few things, but basically that he has been, you know, working on my behalf, working with me, etc. And for me, that is what brought me to tears. It brought me to tears when spirit speaks to me and has been working on my behalf and acknowledges the things that I've prayed about. This is what I'm saying is what I need for my spirit and my spiritual practice. Ogu is telling me all the things that he's been listening, he's been answering, and I'm just there in gratitude to the point that I get tears of gratitude because I feel like that's what I wanted from the trip, even though I didn't know that. I didn't like go into the trip saying, oh my God, I want to have this specific experience. I didn't have that. But what brought me to tears in that for that trip was speaking directly to Ogu and hearing from his mouth. And for me, that was beautiful. That's what I love a part of these practices. And so... That was one experience on my trip that I really, really loved. We had other experiences where 
I'm trying to go through all the days where one day we went to the ocean and we were able to give offering to La Serene, which is the mermaid. And she came down and she spoke to us mainly about self-love. I have all of these videos linked below in my Haiti vlog. Make sure to subscribe to my channel and watch the video. But that was really beautiful. We had another day where we had the real fet, which was the the cousin the cousin fet cousin <laughs> fet, and that is like the spirit of agriculture. And the cousins can be male, female, and that was a real real fet. And I don't know what the name is, but it's an area where everybody comes and gathers and it's where the fete takes place where the ceremony takes place so we have a lot of drummers we have the ugon singing and then we all come and you know we're all being able to be like sat down at some point we were all given like three four bottles of barber and core rum if you don't know that is the rum of haiti and some cups so now we sipping on a little alcohol even me who do not be drinking like that sipping on a little bit of alcohol listening to the drumming and just kind of being present and watching so the party has started they've already have an altar for cuisine we see all the food is prepared again i have all the visuals in my video you guys will see it it was so freaking beautiful to see the altar and offering for cuisine and now spirits are coming down okay different loa are coming down different loa are being called to come down Algwe comes down ursley freda comes down okay we have multiple at the end we had three old ghouls come down which was fucking amazing another uh more messages being told to us like and then we have of course the cousins come down they were all playing around they were like jovial they were like little kids i got to dance with one of the cousins again the videos below but it was just fun and like I just wanted people to see the beauty of that. The beauty of like, wow, we're really interacting with spirit like this. Spirit is really giving us food, feeding us, dancing with us, being in communion with us. It's not just something that feels very far away. And this is why I think for me, again, this is why some of these um, practices have resonated with me. And it, again, it just saddens my heart when it, it's just like I'm showing something so beautiful and people didn't even give it a fucking second thought to be like, oh no, this is evil oh no what are you doing go seek christ go repent and it's like you have no idea what you're talking about you're seeing this video there's some context but you're not really understanding and your immediate reaction is to tell me to go talk to, to jesus christ i don't like that so for me um apart from that i'm trying to see what else we did we did go to basin blue and we got baptized by miela she gave us she did a prayer for us where she just spoke life into us and baptized us in that lagoon and i think that that was really powerful as well because that's a very spiritual spiritually charged place we rode through the haitian mountains we got to go to the marketplace like we got to experience being in haiti and I think that that was really, really beautiful. Uh, I, again, in my video, I had mentioned just Haiti is a beautiful place. It really reminds me of a country in Africa. I know Haiti is its own country, but that's what it reminded me of because I have been to Ghana and I've been to Tanzania, which is East Africa. But it reminds me of a country in Africa, like just beautiful, 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 beautiful. I would definitely love to go back and um, listen to some compa and do some like compa stuff. But the trip overall was really amazing. It was really a beautiful experience for me. It really opened up my, my my mind to Haitian voodoo. And again, it's something that I wanted to do. It's something that I needed to learn. And so when I saw the opportunity present itself, I said, yes, this is what I'm doing because it's always been 
something I was fascinated with. And so for my selfish babes listening, if there's things that you are fascinated with, things that you want to explore, go ahead and explore them. Go ahead and do it, even if there's nobody else that you know that is doing it. On that trip, I didn't go with a friend. I really didn't know anybody on the trip. I went knowing that it's going to be a group of women and we're going to be able to meet up. So, of course, I wasn't going alone. But did I travel there to, by myself? Yes. At some point at the airport, I met the ladies and we traveled together, which is beautiful. But it's just like it didn't stop me that none of my friends were going. And so because they're not going, I'm not going to go. Like, no, go, 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 go. Um, a lot of people have asked me, are they going to have another trip? I don't know if they're going to have another trip. I will link both of their Instagrams below so you guys can follow them. They do do a lot of courses like voodoo courses or hoodoo courses. And I will, this is a message to all of my selfish babes. They primarily prefer to work with black women because a lot of these spiritual practices are for black people and that's who they want to serve. And so if you do not um, have any African in your blood, then we would just ask that you respect to not try to enter any of the courses because even the way to get to the courses, they have to see that, you know, you're a person of African descent. And that's just the way it is for them because I, I understand why they want some of these practices closed. So I just ask that all my selfish babes respect that. But I will put their links below so you guys can follow them. One lives in Haiti and one is in the States. And also, also I'm affirming to have both of them on the podcast soon so that you guys can hear from their own mouth what made them want to conduct this trip? What do they uh, practice? What brought them to their own personal spiritual practices? I want you guys to hear from their mouth as well and learn from these beautiful women. And so that's pretty much it. I'm like, is there anything else I want to say about Haiti? And I'm like, no, I will say I will go again at a different point in time. Oh, <laughs> I didn't post this video yet, but there was, when I was coming back from Haiti, I, I, I literally almost got stuck in Port-au-Prince. And that's because we ended up missing our flight because our smaller charter flight coming from Les Cays to Port-au-Prince was delayed by an hour. Dad delayed my American Airlines flight to get out of Port-au-Prince. Because the checkout counter closes an hour before the plane leaves, they would not let us on the plane or wouldn't even let us check in. And so we had, me and two other ladies had to, or three other ladies had to check into a Port-au-Prince hotel, which is the safe area of Port-au-Prince. And we stayed in Port-au-Prince for another night. The next day, one girl flew to Panama and got out that way. The next day, we tried to do a standby ticket for American Airlines. The plane was booked, couldn't get on. The next day, I said, I'm not staying here another day. I am going to book to fly um, a Sunrise Airlines flight to Dominican Republic. And from Dominican Republic, my flight to Delta, back to Atlanta. Um, I feel like at that point, what I learned is that I love having options. And in Port-au-Prince, I know that you guys may hear a lot of different things about Haiti, like violence and like it's just not safe and it's a category four. And um, from one of the trip leaders, they said it's been a category four for years now. Like, I don't know if it'll ever be said that it's safe to go to Haiti and especially Port-au-Prince. But the thing is, we were in Jacmel and Jacmel was safe. So I will do I do want to point out that even though Port-au-Prince may not be deemed safe right now, there are other areas of Haiti where it's completely safe to go to. But for some, you do have to fly into Port-au-Prince and you may have to take a smaller plane out to these other areas. Now, 
I was really frustrated that I was not able to get another flight immediately out of Port-au-Prince. I was kind of frustrated that there weren't a lot of options. It was Spirit, JetBlue, American Airlines, and they all had one flight a day and they were all fucking booked up until the middle of the month. I wasn't trying to stay in Port-au-Prince until the middle of the month. And so I had to book a small flight to go to the Dominican Republic to an airport that had options, an airport that had multiple flights for the days, right? And I took a Delta flight and I was able to get out. And for me, that just showed me maybe the infrastructure of Haiti, whereas in, you were on the same island, right? Hispaniola is one island. Dominican Republic is on one side and Haiti's on one side, but it's one fucking island, two different completely infrastructures and government. And so I'm flying to Dominican Republic. I'm finally at an airport that has all the options. Okay, I mean, all the options, the restaurants, the big ass airport, everything we like in the airport. Whereas in the Port-au-Prince airport, I feel like they had like the necessities, like there's a few restaurants, um, bathroom, and you have your thing, but it's not big, like the Dominican, I, I forgot what it was called, International Airport. So having to go back to the hotel for two nights and not being able to get home was really frustrating to me. And um, I did not like that um, at all. <laughs> I was actually very frustrated that I could not get back. And then finally I got back. But it did show me like, OK, this infrastructure is different. Um, there are a lot of things that I feel like are being worked on that need to be worked on in Haiti. But spiritually, in terms of Haiti, in terms of community, in terms of love, community, and spirituality, I think that Haiti is very powerful. I think Haiti has a lot of energy towards those spaces, especially outside of Port-au-Prince. I spoke to a few Haitians during my interactions there, you know, that are living in Haiti or have moved to different parts of Haiti because of all the things that were going on in Port-au-Prince. One lady was like, you know, she really loved Haiti at one point, but she's had to move into a smaller apartment outside of Port-au-Prince just to protect herself because the gangs were taking over the area of Port-au-Prince. So it's sad to hear that. It's sad to hear that some people cannot, some Haitians cannot enjoy their country the way that they want to or may have to move outside. Jack Mel is an area that is growing in popularity because of the safety. There's still a lot of things that need to be built though for maybe some people to feel completely comfortable to live, live, live there. But Mamba Lanise is there and she's doing what she can. You know, it's part of her journey. And so, um, yeah, Haiti is beautiful. There's a lot of things that's going on, good and bad. And I'm really happy that I got to take this trip for myself. I'm really happy that we were spiritually protected. Like literally we were spiritually protected. And I'm just grateful to be able to show my trip to the world and just give another perspective. To me, Selfish Babes, I love options. You guys will hear me say that often. And for me, growing up, I would have just loved to know what the other options were. I would have loved to know that Lukami was an option. I would have loved to know that Paula was an option. I would have loved to learn that Ifa was an option. I would have loved to learn that Haitian voodoo or hoodoo was an option. To me, Christianity was the only option that I was given. And so when I'm able to see other options that are out there, I like to share them with you all so that you guys can go on your own journey. I may not have all the answers. I may not have all the how-tos or how you can talk to this person or whatever, but I will try my best to make sure that you guys are given options to see some type of perspective and then seek out the rest for yourself and my prayer to you is that your that your uh, doorways are open to where you can continue on the spiritual path meant for you 
that you can continue on the spiritual path meant for you and that you're able to have great elders of great character and people that you can lean on and to learn from because everything what I've learned is that everything in the books and on the internet is not accurate and it's really good to have an elder in the tradition and that just takes time it just takes time and relationship building and so there's no like oh my god where can I find somebody to learn from I don't have the answer from you except continue to pray to your ancestors ask them to open up the way and the way shall be opened so I want to say thank you selfish babe so much for listening to this selfish babe podcast episode remember all of my episodes are sponsored by my company evolving butterflies my new company where i'm selling you the detox pearls the crystal yoni washes the vaginal steaming sets etc and i also have my selfish as fuck academy which is my spiritual self-love course where you can learn how to create a spiritual bath for cleansing for attracting how to pray how to honor your ancestors all the basic spiritual stuff that i basically learned as well as connecting to your womb space and you can find that at evolving butterflies org make sure to order make sure to check out you guys know i have the spiritual self-love products for you guys i love you all so much remember to rate this podcast five stars follow the podcast page subscribe to the youtube channel and i'll be back with you for the next episode peace Hey, Selfish Babes, old and new. I don't know if you guys know, but if you follow Selfish Babes since 2018 or 2019, then you know I have a free self-love and daily affirmations app called Selfish Babe. Many of my Selfish Babes have found me, Oleniki Osibowale, through my app, Selfish Babe. But if you are a new Selfish Babe and just have happened to hear the podcast and happened to hear my voice, but had no idea that I had a free self-love and daily affirmations app, then please go to SelfishBabe.com slash app and download the app or go to your app store and search selfish babe any app store so that's the apple store or that is the google store and you can download it for free we have over 208,000 selfish babes globally on the app and i want you to become one of them you're gonna get daily affirmations and reminders and let me let you guys know that my affirmations and reminders are not the everyday bland everyday affirmations okay you're gonna get a little curse word or two okay a little reminder that you a bad bitch okay you're gonna get a little bit a bit of those reminders okay so you want to download selfish babe today for free in your app store link below love you guys